Hey, welcome to the podcast with me, Paul. Me, Dan. Me, Chris. And me, Mike. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, is this joke? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Mike, hey, you've gone weird. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that it? That's it. Is that what you wanted to cover off? You wasn't going to explain why SJ's... No? No? Fair enough. SJ, what are you doing? Uh, Sorry, we're working. Back to work. Um, Are you actually physically back at work? No, not physically back at work, no. I'm working from home for the foreseeable. Um, What else have I been doing? Uh, I made an autumn wreath. I saw that, yeah. For my front door. Glue gun extraordinary. took me a couple of hours. Yeah, I thought, I kept looking at ones to buy. And I thought, do you know what? Fuck it, I'm just going to make my own and make it look how I want. So, yeah, that's what I did. You you are very crafty. Um, I'm getting that um, impression. You do like a a craft every now and again. Yeah, yeah, I do like a good craft. (laughs) Yeah, I like like making things. What else are you going to do with your time? It's not like you can go out partying at the moment, so... Well, you can, which would be really lonely. (laughs) And only till 10. That's my sort of party. (laughs) Yeah, me too. 9.30 is a bit more up my street. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What have I been up to? Cat to go to the vet today. Oh, Um, no. No, no big deal. She, um, she reacts badly to fleas. Ah, so does mine. Yeah, badly. Yeah, um, and she's obviously had a bit of a spate. So, um, one public service announcement: apparently, fleas are becoming uh, resilient to frontline. So, if that's what you use, um, don't hold your breath. I use Advocate. That's the one. The super expensive one from yeah. the vet. Yep, that's the one. That's the one that they're <laughs> recommending at the moment. Yeah, because it's super fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah, and that's the one Mitzi's got. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, what she got. But yeah, so she should be fine. Uh, we're gonna flee the house as well um w- there was none found on her but again she just reacts so bad uh, even one can yeah. cause her to Same. flare up yeah they give her the steroid Aww. injection uh it's called soul injection and then she's got pills to take for the next 10 days yeah which are fucking impossible to give cats yes uh, like <laughs> holding a jaw open yeah. and dropping it in i had to you know i did i got these uh little like treats with holes in and i just put the pill in the hole and she just ate it but it was tramadol right so whenever oh. whenever we get, it's so funny whenever we give the cat tramadol she's just fucked up just laying on this table. <laughs> like, can humans take that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> I don't know if they could take the cat. <laughs> <laughs> you give it a go. I'll try. My, it. my dog will take tablets on his own without food. Wow! Like he just thinks it's food. Dogs are good. Like would, that. If I just give it, he he will just eat it. Uh, what have I done? Uh, yeah, what have you done? Not a great deal. Um, been to the cinema. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we watched a film, didn't we? We did. I watched half a film. I literally, I mean, <laughs> Lord. I literally just watched it an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the full disclosure: uh, SJ jumped in at the last minute to cover for Mike, who's unwell. So we kind of put it on her a little bit. <laughs> sorry. You say we? Yeah, me. Me. You, you totally threw her under that bus. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I hadn't eaten anything at all. So, like, Sam was cooking fajitas. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to get on the podcast. And he was like, what? A true bloke fashion, yeah. last minute. They're so organised. So, <laughs> yeah, I literally watched a film, ate fajitas, and logged on. So, fajitas are one-handed food. Unless you've got to pre-assemble it first. Because De- Debs just yeah, does that. I'm she puts on, like, on the, the, the table oh, just all just of like, the separate like ingredients. Like family style. Yeah, exactly. Like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. 
So we watched the film. Whose choice was it? Mine. And what film did we do watch? You, do you hate me? Yeah, a little bit. No, I don't. I don't. So we watched <laughs> Lake Mungo. <laughs> yeah, Chris. We, we watched Lake Mungo, directed by Joel Anderson. Um, the budget was 1.4 million. And correct me if I read this correctly, but it took $8,128. Yeah, twenty nine thousand eight hundred US uh, Australian dollars, which yeah. is about yeah. That's what? crazy. Yeah, yeah I assume. I, I, Go ahead. Sarah. I didn't even have a chance to look at the the the, the figures, but what? <laughs> yeah, it's mad. I assume by that it had a very limited theatrical release, or oh, it was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for the former. Only if you're slightly stupid. <laughs> um, just to, just before we get into it, I just want to make a note of saying uh, Joel Anderson, the director, it's the only film he's ever made. I'm not surprised. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not on social media and there is literally no information about it's him. because he got life. assassinated for the appalling mess that he put on screen for people. Um, oh, dear. Yeah, so basically, the rough plot is uh, Alice Palmer, the daughter of the Palmer family, goes missing on a family... I don't know if it's a vacation, like a day out? Day out, I think. Yeah, it is a day out. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a day out. Down at the dam. That's right, yeah. So they're swimming, um, and she goes missing, and later they find her body. Very much like a TV show that I think a lot oh, of us love. It's just Twin Peaks from start <laughs> to end, isn't it? Marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> Even down to them being called Palmer. Yeah, I think yeah, I would absolutely. say that's got to be a deliberate nod, right? Must be C- combined with it's everything else. Be. It has to be with all the other similarities. It has to be. I'm not. I'm not going to slag slag it off because I don't feel that strongly about it. I just don't feel anything for it. It was boring. So I, I can't <laughs> say I hated it because I didn't really watch it. I just got nothing from it. It left me completely nothing. That's fucking crazy man it's hands <laughs> down one of the creepiest films yeah. i've ever seen really really it is so crazy in this. Yeah. what film did you watch <laughs> what film did you watch <laughs> chris has got like a, a whole um laptop full of um stuff that he's noted i got nothing from yeah, it yeah literally I've got my notebook in front of me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I get it was supposed to be a, a mockumentary. But, but it, it wasn't was... supposed to be a mockumentary. It was a mockumentary. Well, I, I say suppose because it wasn't even that good. What? <laughs> as, as far as <laughs> mockumentaries are concerned. It wasn't even that good. It, it just left me completely dead. And as I said, I, I lost complete interest halfway through and just carried on fixing the website. So you didn't find these characters like really intriguing not in the slightest you didn't catch any of the stuff going on did in the you? background i i watched it and the, obviously I don't they, think you did. they pointed <laughs> it out and then there was like the, there's a few twists where the sun does something to the the footage and and things like that so i, I got is that where you quit yeah about that. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> but that, that's about all i got for I, it just left me empty like nothing so like the, wow. so the, the greasy strangler wow. angered me because i just it was pointless I didn't enjoy watching it, but it left with an emotion. This left me with nothing. Hello, Mike here, your friendly editor. Um, I just want to uh, publicly state that The Greasy Strangler is a fucking classic and um, absolutely worth watching. It's brilliant and amazing, and I won't let Dan badmouth it because he's wrong. Uh, anyway, back to the podcast. Do you know what? Another <laughs> wow. good Dan I'm just... Yeah, what? Sorry, SJ, say again. 
I love a good Dan rant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> it's just because it never holds any merit. Oh. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's just incoherent nonsense, isn't it? it. You know. Okay, right. So, obviously, opening credits with the spirit photography, and I love all that shit. Yeah, I do. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it opens up with the emergency call. The 21st of December emergency call uh, from the family. I think it's June. He makes the call. Yeah. Um, saying that. Yeah, it's the mum, isn't it? Yeah. Um, saying the daughter's gone missing. Like she went swimming and she didn't come back out. Uh, and then you, uh, it's at a place called Ararat as well, isn't it? Um, and then you have the news yeah. report uh, that kind of introduces you properly to the missing girl and stuff. And a family account of the drowning that, that follows that. So it's kind of like a meet and greet, really, for the yeah. family and what have you. How fucking real does the footage of the body look? I was I was just about to say, like, everything feel, felt very real. It was like a true crime documentary. Yeah, that's um, exactly what it feels like. It, I, I was completely sucked in from the word go kind of thing, like, right from the start. I was like, is, is this the film or is this, like, a bit about like bef- what it's based on or what? I didn't realise that it was the actual film when yeah. it started. Um and it kind of felt like um, a bit like Blair Witch, like a found footage kind really of thing. Really like Blair yeah. Witch. As well. I, I, really, I, I really liked it. I really liked the pacing, um, you know, even down to the fact that, you know, the way they, you know, interviewed all the all the family separately yeah. and sort of cut back and forth between them. So you've got like a timeline, but you've got got everyone's perspective from you know from that situation yeah. um i i really enjoyed it really loved it that style it yeah. kind of proved to me that it, a film doesn't need to be 100 mile an hour to be terrifying no no it doesn't absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those films where every time every time there's something on the screen yeah. i'm looking in the background everywhere like <laughs> but i, I still Same. miss things like yeah. is it because so yeah. many things are revealed throughout the film like it's almost like the film all right all films are in three settings but like it's literally the film is in three parts like not just your yeah. your usual uh free act structure but like it subverts your expectations so many times like you've got the beginning mm-hmm. third of the film where you're thinking it's a straight up ghost story like yeah. she's coming back then it turns out oh yeah. no but wait he's faked these photographs yeah. so it's like what the fuck yeah. he's just trying to like it turns out the second half of the set like, Second third of the the second third of the film is like then you're trying to figure out why he's faked the photographs, yeah. and then it turns out that there's this neighbour who's a fucking I don't, is he a sexual predator? I suppose because she's well, underage. He's certainly got some dodgy old pool parties kicking about. Yeah, definitely. There yeah. is no underage girls for sure. <laughs> um, and then the last third of the film spins all that together yeah. and like it is a fucking points ghost out everything story. Yeah. points yeah. out everything that you missed yeah. because yeah. you were too busy concentrating on what they were telling you yeah. oh, that, I love that and that was a that was a great bit of like it was kind of like misdirection because yeah. they were presenting stuff to you all the time you know saying oh you know this is her in the background or oh, we've got our own camera oh no hang on the brother faked it all yeah. and then you know that whole third act when the big reveal was just it was amazing but yeah. amazing. even with that reveal there are so many interpretations of it I've yeah. read so many theories and none of them matched my yeah, own same yeah. I was, like, I had, there was a theory about <laughs> the, the suicide theory yep. that she actually committed suicide yep. 
uh, Lake Mungo, mm. and the end scene where the mum picks up the cord is her walking off herself and committing suicide, yeah. and then the two guys yeah. just drive off in the car. I, that one. I read another one about how the film is every like everything is happening simultaneously yeah. because they, they yeah. you know the way they drive backwards home from uh, Arawat yeah Arawat um, yeah. like that's almost rewinding part of the time yeah. Yeah. so it all kind of mingles because like there's a bit where the mum's having the dream and she mm. dreams that um, Alice walks into the room yeah. and stands at the bed crying. Right. Yeah. And then the father has the dream where he walks into her room and she turns around and tells him to yeah. go away. Yeah. But then later on, yeah. when you're reading her diary, yeah. she's writing this in the diary from her point of view. So it's almost like, yeah. like, like are they the ghosts? What yeah. the fuck is going <laughs> on? Well, it's a theory of crisis apparitions. You know, like, you're not crisis yeah. apparitions, like... That you know, obviously yeah. that happened a lot in the war, you know, when uh, a family would think they saw their family member walking down the path, and they were coming back from war, and it turned out he'd been killed that day. And there's a theory around, yeah, uh, she died at Lake Mundo, and the entire her entire time back at the family up until her supposed suicide was a crisis apparition. This is whole thing. It, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely crazy. And, yeah. the, and the best part is, I don't want to be jumping around too much, but I am <laughs> just going to jump forward a little bit. Um, you know, when you're seeing the faked photographs, you know uh-huh. her ghost is actually in yes, those photographs. because they show them at the end. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah. but like even Are the we? first time they show them. You just don't look. Nope. Every time you see those photographs, the, the real yeah. ghost is in it. It's mad. And yeah. um, one of the other, some of the footage from the video camera, the guy is in the footage, like taking the safe, like way before they reveal it. It's it's crazy, isn't it? I I really want to watch it again to just spot everything that I missed. This is this is only the second time I saw it. Like the first time I saw it, it, I thought it was really great. But this time, like it it absolutely blew me away. Like I could not take my eyes off the screen. That's why I'm so surprised you didn't like it, Dan. Like you love found footage. I love found footage. (laughs) I love it. But there was just. I didn't. It didn't pull me in like it's obviously pulled you guys in. I just. I didn't feel it. Maybe watch the whole film. <laughs> Maybe. Did you not even finish it, Dan? He, no, he turned no. it off. <gasps> well, no, I left it on in the background, but totally just switched off. I, I was doing like other stuff, and it was just more noise than anything. I saw the end, and I, I understand what you're talking about because I'd witnessed it, but just nothing it left me wow. completely empty. It blows me away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I can't believe oh, it. Yeah. I can't. I I can't get my head around that. Like, all the no, news really footage can't. and everything, it's yes. so fucking real. Yeah, it looks authentic. Like, if you put that on the screen, because yeah. I think being... I'm so just about the footage, uh, how grainy it is, how real it looked. It actually looked like, you know, when, like, the paramedics are down at the lake and they're pulling the body yeah. out. That all looked like genuine news footage. Yeah, it yeah. was Like, crazy. if you if you'd showed me crazy. that footage and I and didn't tell me it was a film, I would I would buy it. Yeah. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Worth, you could I would have put buy that it. on Discovery, and I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah. And even yeah. the, as I said before, the corpse, like yeah. it, it looks so fucking yeah. real. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, you like true crime, SJ, don't you? Because because I like true crime. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a lot of true crime crime podcasts, so whenever they talk about like crime scenes and stuff, I Google the crime scene because I have to see it. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> 
like real ones. So and that man. um, I the 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 worst one that I've ever seen. I went to New uh, New Orleans uh, a few years ago, and the, our first day there, we were kind of wandering around looking what to do so we looked on google maps and we found a place called the museum of death so i was like that's that's the place i want to go so let's go there and in there as you can expect it's all things death but they had like a whole massive section about serial killers yes and one section was about the manson family oh yeah i was looking at all of that and before i realized what i was looking at <laughs> i uh it was what's her name Sharon um, i can't think of JC her name Brin. who died Sharon Hate, yeah. yeah. So I saw a colour photo of her dead. Yeah, the I've seen it too. It's gruesome. And literally it was like six inches from my face because I was like, is that real? I was like, and then I looked at the other photos and I was like, holy shit, that's real. That's really Sharon Tate dead yeah, on the it's Google. It's horrific. So yeah, that, that was the worst thing I've seen. You can, you can Google that. It's it's yeah. it's, it's yeah. right there. Yeah. We went, I remember we went to a, we went on a school trip to Ypres uh, to see the, you know, the obviously the grave site and all that sort. Of, and they've got a by the trenches. They have a military museum there, and they had a similar that slides what they found yeah. on the battlefields oh, when wow. it was all over. It is horrendous. Oh, I bet that is horrendous. Yeah, heads, limbs, God knows what else. Okay, so we've been introduced introduced to the friends and relatives, and they've been in, uh, interviewed for their accounts and stuff. And then we cut to they found a body um, being pulled out. At which point you have the driving back out in reverse back to town. Super significant. Yeah, and then they cut to another news report where they recorded the funeral. Is that the two guys, the funeral directors, the little pose? Just wish to stand there and pose. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird. That that's a bit strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after which they say on the 15th of January that's when the things started happening around the house noises for upstairs and stuff like that Russell the dad rehung the door because of the noises and things mm. um, and June started having a, a nightmares um, and the first one she alludes to is the one of Alice walking down the hall dripping wet yeah. etc yeah. Um, and she and uh, announces that she started to go for walks at night and go into other people's houses yeah that's um, weird yeah. <laughs> yeah that's weird like I don't know, I don't know what would possess you to do that. No, um, and we had Russell was the dad kind of detaching himself a little bit from it, uh, saying he was working. Work yeah, and stuff, yeah. Which, which also strikes me as really real. Yeah, because I feel like, like I might do that maybe, like to distract yourself. I did that when my dad passed away, two thousand and ten, and they offered me time off work. I didn't take it. Nah, didn't want it. Just straight get, back in. Try yeah. and keep him real, sort of. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah that, make, that, that makes sense. I, <laughs> sometimes you just need distractions. You can't. The, as soon as you stop, that's when it all just yeah. overwhelms yeah. you. As soon as you've got time to think. And like the brother seems to have taken it the hardest, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I I was really suspicious of the brother first because I was like, oh, maybe he's got something to do with her death. Same. And then when he shows up later on in the in the footage of the the couple that were at the lake yeah. as well, yeah, I was like, mm, I'm not I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure. Yeah, because they, they even make a point of saying um, they're both in swimming yeah. and he, he was saying, oh, yeah, I turned around and she was no longer there. I came out of the water and turned around and she's she wasn't behind me yeah. anymore. And you're like, uh, why wasn't she? Because you drowned yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the well, there's so many misdirections in this film. Like every yeah, time is, you think yeah. you've sussed it out or every time you think they've showed you what's happened, yeah. it, it turns out to be wrong. Like, yeah. 
something yeah. else. Well, I, I did th- wonder th- whether uh, it was going to go. Sorry, to, sorry, mate. No, no, no sorry. Go I on. did wonder if it was going to go. I was saying about all the Twin Peaks things. It did, and, and at that point, I was thinking, this is the dad. This is Twin Peaks uh-huh. all over again. This is, he's been completely emotionless. Oh, spoilers spoilers, spoilers for Twin Peaks, in case you didn't see Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 immediately, I immediately thought it was going to be him. I, th- I think maybe that's yeah. something I struggled with, was that trying to keep the continuity. Like, it was quite jumpy. But again, I just wasn't engaged from the outset. So, Maybe you just wasn't in the mood for it. It was technically the second yeah. attempt to watch it. The first time I started it, I, d- I didn't get pulled in. So I was like, all right, I'm not in the mood. I, this isn't, isn't fair to the film. I will give it another night. I'll try again. Nothing. Did you watch it in the dark? Yes. I, I don't know how I didn't. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, like, not many things in films unnerve me. Like, There's hardly any films I, I can tell you. I wouldn't watch that in the dark. Yeah, no way. Oh, I, I would, but fuck me, <laughs> that would be an experience. <laughs> Chat, I'm almost gutted. I can't watch it through your eyes and get this yeah. this blown away from it. I mean, honestly, out of everyone, I thought you'd really like this because it found footage yeah. and mockumentary. Like it's right on my. It should tick all my boxes. This is exactly the sort of thing I like because it, it kind of reminds me of paranormal activity in a way yeah which, it is like that as well which right? i watched the other night yeah, and I know. still as good as i remember it so it's not even like my mindset's changed it's just i got yeah maybe i did the this justice of watching paranormal activity and then trying to follow it with this and is just, it because the scares are not especially jump they're delivered they're, but they're, they're very deliberately no delivered oh there's there no are, jump. there are left right and center did, not, did this not make your spine tingle but they're not, planted rather than smashed yeah. into your face like a jump scare film yeah like subtle Things in film like this is my favourite kind of of scare. Me too. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong. I love subtlety. Yep. Yeah. I like the creepy in the background yeah. stuff, or the that did that just move? But that's this that's a hundred percent this film. I know. It's it's <laughs> it, it should have ticked so many of my boxes. It should have like absolutely been up there for me. Just left me dead inside, like nothing. <laughs> It even, it even built your anticipation up to see a photo because they would have a segment saying such and such is photo and you're thinking, yeah. you're already thinking, oh, fuck, what have they found in this? Yeah. And then they would slowly zoom into it and it sort of almost like come out. And that's like, that, to then, me, that's so much worse than a jump scare. Yeah, and me. But then, yeah, you, especially is, yeah. as you find out later that what they're zooming in on and what you're supposed to be scared of isn't, in fact, the real thing. <laughs> the real thing is in the <laughs> other corner that you didn't see when it comes in. It's such a clever film. <laughs> but it wasn't. I love it. But there was nothing scary about that. It just zoomed in and there was a head there. Like, so? Man, that shit real creeps me out. There that was, is the stuff that creeps me out. But there was yeah. nothing there to indicate danger or anything. It doesn't to, need to be any danger. But there was nothing to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was nothing there about it. It was just a head. But it was People a, have seen the head Jesus, of a dead person. People have seen Jesus in toast. And that would scare the shit out of me, too. <laughs> Did you notice that? that a guy that found that still took a bite out of the toast? Did you see that? Yeah, there was a guy that genuinely found it, and and, when he, and he showed the picture of it, and it was, a, it was like, oh, I found Jesus in a cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah, pretty good cheese sandwich, though. <laughs> That's a good point. That's as scary as it was for me, seeing a picture of Jesus in toast. I'm just like, okay, great. What the fuck? <laughs> you, do you find paranormal activity scary? Like even Big Bird's footprints in the flower? Even Big Bird's that, footprints? That's ridiculous. <laughs> even this Big is Bird's... way more scary than paranormal activity. Oh, way more. Way more. Not even on the same level. Nah. Still, like, I, I like a paranormal activity I, until it turns into Big Bird at the end and goes mental. I don't even mind Big Bird. <laughs> I like, my... See, I like all the creepy shit before that. I like the door swinging slowly. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or, or the, the duvet just lifting yeah. up ever so because slightly. This is the stuff, I don't know about anyone else, but this is the stuff that makes me think, you know when you go to the toilet at night? Yeah. Oh, this okay. is what I think yeah. about. Yeah. Not fucking 
big bird's footprints. Like, no. oh, it's a, is it the ghost of a T Rex? No. <laughs> <laughs> not that shit it's the creepy fucking shit when I'm coming down the bathroom stairs and I'm looking in the dark and I'm like is that a shape oh it is a shape but it's a chair don't worry she doesn't have to have a, 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 a there's no yeah. element of foreboding to her there's no negative element just the fact she's that not going to harm them it's just the fact that she's there and why yeah Oh. so what's creepy about that yeah she's not hostile is she she's no. not like it's not like in paranormal activity where you know all the cupboards are flying at, you know open yeah. and stuff's flying around or she's physically harming anybody. She's just a, you know, a presence there lurking in the background, and you don't know if she's evil or there to. Bring a I get I get accused of that all the time, being a presence lurking in the background. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> okay, so we go next part goes to late February. Yeah. So next, this is where the dad Russell says he heard a noise from Alice's room and went upstairs. Was sitting at her dressing table or something or on her stool, and she walked in, started checking her phone, etc. And then he made a noise inadvertently and she rushed him and told him to get out. And uh, and that's the first point at which he shows any emotion. Yeah. (laughs) And on the back of this... It's a bit bit robotic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And on the back of this, we we find that the son, Matthew, has started to take an interest in photography. Become withdrawn. Sounds like me. (laughs) 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 And and he started to get some unexplained bruises all over his body and started a band and got a job helping in a photo I mean, studio I mean stuff, let's so. let's say band loosely yeah two guys <laughs> in a garage trying to jam yeah both a bit weird that, that, that is a band what a, in my experience were the bruises explained did they did they explain the bruises no, no just they that didn't. they disappeared yeah that's a good point did he make that yeah, up yeah I, I yeah well he obviously made up the photos and stuff but what about the bruises yeah. there was no like what happened with the bruises was when, he doing that to did himself? he do that to himself yeah. could have been doing that to himself while he was out in the dam messing around yeah. out in the dam lurking like a weirdo yeah because his entire plan in all this was to get the body exhumed wasn't it was it though because that seems like a really crazy (laughs) plan to me to get the body exhumed I've got no idea (laughs) (laughs) well I mean what the fuck that relied on so many things happening at exactly the right time to get a fucking body exhumed uh, and then we have his first photo, the backyard photo I love that one which is in itself is suspicious the guy's just taken up photography, takes his first picture, and wham. There it is. Number one. Straight away, he's got one. Yeah. So you're suspicious. So that's so it's already flipped you <laughs> at that point. You're already starting to think, ah, this is bullshit. This guy's making this up. Not to say it's crystal clear as well. Like, the, the photo. Well, you notice, because I actually allude to the fact that in one of the later ones, the dad goes, there's no dispute in this one. It's much clearer. Yeah, he's getting better at it. Yeah, he's working yeah, in yeah. a studio. But the funny thing is... <laughs> They talk about that photo being extra clear, but if you look at the right-hand side of the photo, the real ghost is sat on the bench. Yes. That's what sends shivers down your fucking spine. And it's the look on her face. It's so, like, just blank. Like yours is. A bit like how I was when watching the film. Uh, Yes, the the backyard photo, and that's immediately followed by the sweet damn photo with the woman in the background. Yeah. Uh, And that's what drives June to become convinced that Alice is still alive and that Russell had made a mistake with his identification because Alice didn't come in and uh, identify the... uh, June didn't didn't come in and and identify the body. So on the 5th of June, the body is exhumed, the DNA testing, and the identity is confirmed. And then they just shoot a load load of home videos that just slot in between that. just, just... bizarre home videos they throw in but that kind of feel, makes mm. you feel a little bit closer to the family yeah. like, and again real they feel real yeah. like candid they yeah. feel normal. genuinely candid so. they seem very no- normal next door family no issues no trauma nothing like that just the regular family 
that's what makes it a feel a lot more relatable and real yeah because everyone's like seen or has those same family videos and and and, uh in in amongst the the little home video snippets they did they still throwing in little um foreshadowing ones there's one where it's matthew is clearly recording alice in her bedroom and she jumps up and rushes him and tells him to get out she pretty much exactly what had just been mentioned a couple of minutes Mm. before um yeah and then we have Matthew setting up cams because he, he keeps hearing noises in the hallway. And again, on his first one overnight, you get the figure moving across the hallway to the front door. And this uh, is what leads uh, June to seek the advice of Ray. Far out Ray. Yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> loves the psychic. <laughs> yeah, television psychic. Which is a psychic that. that's rather too close to rather too, mem- too many members of that family. But that's the great thing because you don't <laughs> find that out until much later. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, because he turned he. They ask him, don't they? They're like, why didn't you say to June that you'd seen Alice previously? And he's like, oh well, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. And I thought, what? oh, that's poor choice of words, <laughs> mate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said that. I'll say, <laughs> like you're you're having secret meetings with what sixteen year old yeah. girl? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of creepers in this film. Yeah. Well, and Ray, Mm. when he's doing his first reading, and he says, I usually usually video them, and it pans to his wall. This is a wall of videos. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of these videos. Again, he's just weirdly recording young girls. Yeah, Yeah, but he says he records them (laughs) and gives them a copy and keeps a copy for himself, didn't he? Uh, yeah. So, what's the yeah. so you got a bit there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got that far in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did try. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I, I wanted to, and I did try. I really wanted to like it, and it as you, as I said, it ticks all my boxes. Well, apart from the one that says interesting. Yeah. <laughs> apart from the one box that leaves me engaged. Yeah. And this yeah. is also the first point at which um, uh, the psychic. There, there are two or three points in the film where the psychic tells somebody to walk into the house. Mm. close her eyes and walk into the house so this is the first time and it's um and it's june uh does it says she sees alice sitting in the wicker chair at oh, bed looking sad that is another bit that creeps me out because then when yeah. when you get that bit from alice's point of view in her diary she says she walks into the yeah. house and nobody seems to see her and yeah. she, she's yeah. really upset by it yeah whoa <laughs> see, see you just you just explaining that gave me goosebumps yeah oh. and i felt like yeah. i'm it's just it's just weird. It's just weird. Oh, I, I love how it's it all happening simultaneously. <laughs> you kind of get every little major incident yeah. from everyone's point of view, including the dead girls. Yeah. Like, and she's dead. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good <laughs> film. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Sixth Sense documentary. That's yeah, it kind of is. Of <laughs> it's kind of like that. Oh, go crazy! Yeah. Uh, so at this point, uh, Russell, the dad, is still sceptic. Um, uh, but June's trying to arrange a séance in the house, and the, and the boy, the son, Matthew, talks him round, and they do this séance, uh, and it's filmed. And again, yeah. after the filming, they they find a figure in the hallway, um, and and again, they, they highlight the fact that this one was far more detailed. I was like. Yeah, well, this is clearly Matthew then, because uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're all his training. From the, from the guy you just interviewed to say he was training him, that's that's the one. Um, and then uh, Ray oh, Ray asks Matthew to set up three more cameras around the house. Which is like, really, okay, fine. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why? What, what year was this set in? Oh, it's 2008. 2008. It's set in 2008. I assume so, yeah. Okay. 
Although judging by the uh, the camera phone that she's got, it was set in like fucking two thousand. Well, again, yeah. Like... Isn't that well, two thousand and five is when she dies? Oh, and it's, yeah. it's a it's a year later. It's two thousand six. Right. Two thousand six. So maybe around the time the film was probably being made, yeah. and then maybe it struggled to get a release. And then you were hit with a, like one after the other uh, various um, videos. There's a. Uh, 21st of June, the hallway cam capturing a figure. The 3rd of July, the bedroom fan can capturing a figure. And the 15th of July, hallway cam 2 captures another figure that reflected in the mirror, which Matthew later says he did it on a... Did, it, did anyone else find it really interesting when he described how he did it? Yeah. That's the only bit that yeah. sparked my interest. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Like so with good. the like video... The composite of the photos and the fact that... It, um, uh, he took an existing video and you, you see, played it, it through you, a mirror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Clever as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but at this, at this point, it all starts to fall apart for Matthew. Um, <laughs> so he's doing all this, uh, all these videos and then the Withers video appears um, yeah. where they're out uh, filming and they see Bob Smeet, who's the guy that took the photo with the girl in the background yeah. down at the dam. Uh, he's in the background and they wonder whether, you know, they did. the girl is in their pictures as well. So they look through their video and they find Matthew stomping through Lurking the background. Lurking about. Lurking, yeah. <laughs> did, did anyone else, like, initially find this part really disappointing? Yes. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. It's not a ghost. <laughs> but that just compelled the disappointment it's, that I was already it, going through. No. <laughs> it's so disarming. <laughs> it is weird that the old guy, Bob, caught Alice on his camera or video, but the couple the brother that's weird on the same day that's i think uh, that's a bit weird oh yeah all right yeah i was just thinking that was him the whole time but it didn't look like him, but it didn't look like him no that's it what didn't I mean. look, yeah like bob's photo doesn't look like the brother no, no. matthew matthew isn't it yeah no it's, it's only her it's only theirs yeah they kind of leave that hanging mm, don't they? yeah just kind of drop that one and let it let it sit it's another yeah. thing for you to think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they start getting some negative media as a result. Uh, and then mm-hmm. um, it's mentioned by talking to some of the family that Alice and her mum didn't appear to be very close. Likewise, June and her mother weren't very close. And there's obviously there's a theory about a loop yeah. here, like a death loop yeah. uh, around these three. Yeah. And then we have Ray suggest Ray again yeah. suggests Matthew go on one of his country <laughs> Yeah, tours. what is that about? Come on, <laughs> yeah. teenage boy, let's go camping for an extended period of time. And <laughs> <laughs> just the way Matthew himself said, and I almost, I kind of became one of his clients. Like, oh, that sounds even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Client or lover? <laughs> so weird. Oh, super so weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously the cameras were left running while they were away and they obtained more footage. Uh, and this is where you find that the, Mr. Tui, the neighbour, had been in Alice's bedroom trying to get into yeah. her safe. And it goes, oh, Twin Peaks. And here's on. where it hits you in the face for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, oh my God, that is other creepy things in the background. But it's not a ghost creepy. It's a fucking pervert that lives next door. Yeah, This is the, yeah. I love this. This bit is so good. I mean, it's so, it is so Twin Peaks. It's like, you know, it's not a safe. Twin Peaks, it's a locker. It's still uh, yeah. a diary. There's <laughs> yeah. still shit in yeah. the diary. She's still having sex with a neighbour. It does feel like it's kind of loosely based <laughs> around Twin Peaks, doesn't yeah. it? Never seen it. Have so. you not? Oh, no, you'd hate it. What? <laughs> really? You, I think oh, you would hate it, yeah. 
Dan will hate Twin Peaks. Yeah. Dan, don't watch it. You will hate it. I, I will, will take hate you, it. Take your advice, um, absolute. <laughs> it might so take us by surprise. Next week, guys. Do you know what? I watched that first episode of Twin Peaks. I've watched the whole lot. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> like I said, don't try I and understand me. <laughs> I just don't want to hear him hating on Twin Peaks. That's no, why I don't either. want him to watch it. <laughs> this is hard enough for me. I don't need him hating Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make it clear. I'm not hating on it. I'm just not. Don't any- tap the table. <laughs> it's, it needs to come through Dan, the emphasis Dan, of the mic. <laughs> I hated you, you the Greasy Strangler. Inside. No, I hated the Greasy Strangler. I, I could have punched Mike for making me watch that. <laughs> this is your friendly neighbourhood editor, Mike, saying, "Come and try it, Dan. Come and try it, you little bitch." This- I feel like that bad task. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it. it- evoked an emotion okay um like i said it was hate I, I hated the film i i was annoyed that i spent two hours watching this i don't hate this i just don't like it either like it will just fade off into some obscurity that i've yeah i've watched it don't remember anything about it it did nothing for me i feel genuinely upset that you <laughs> yeah. didn't like it. it's not i did oh okay i did i didn't like it you're right <laughs> It's almost worse that you felt nothing for it. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> it was, it's, not, it's not meant to attack. I just, yeah, like I said, I got nothing from it. Oh, <laughs> Crazy, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we, Chris? Yeah, so we find that, obviously, the uh, the video footage showed Mr. Tui uh, trying to get into an area of uh, Alice's bedroom, uh, what, which later turns out to be a safe. And you find the video. Isn't that lovely? Uh-huh. That lovely video of her with her neighbour, the babysitter. And at this point, Russell then blames the Tuis for Alice's death. And they show some footage of their pool parties. And the police announce that they're hunting for the Tuis because they sold their houses and fucked off <laughs> <laughs> six months <laughs> after Alice why. died. Yeah. And then uh, uh, they interview Alice's boyfriend, who didn't know anything about the relationship. <laughs> what a thing to tell him. No, By the he- way... While you're his grieving, reaction, his reaction is so weird. It really is. His reaction is so weird. The boyfriend, like when they when they ask him, like, "Did you know about this?" and he's like, kind of laughing about it. And I'm like, I don't think you should be laughing about it, mate. It's so weird. His reaction. He comes up as such so a pitco, doesn't he? Like a proper dummy. <laughs> the only thing I should say was. We wouldn't have been together what? if I knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we find that uh, Alice had been seeing Psychic Ray herself in July 2005. And when that broke, you had the Palmers saying they no longer trusted Ray. And yeah. the whole thing breaks down. I mean, you know, unsurprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we get the second link to the same, the same thing with Alice's dream. Saying she had a dream that she was soaking wet and cold, feeling sick. And she went to see her mum. Yeah, and just stood at the side of the bed and sobbed. Yeah. Man, that is so fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just... Oh. But I like that she says that um, <laughs> she's telling Ray about she feels like something's coming, but it hasn't got to her yet. Yeah, but she can't escape but it. But she can't she escape it. Yeah. And it's getting close. It's like it follows. Yeah. Yeah. And then we kind of move into the, like, the, the, the last part of the film. Is this is when one of the friends comes forward, Kim, and says she's got phone footage uh, of when they went to Lake Mungo. The worst phone footage of all time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't it just? It was like filmed in 8-bit. You got quite a way through this. <laughs> yeah. Like, occasionally things would make me look up at the screen. And just It was terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't work out what was Awful going on in it. footage. Yeah. No. 
I mean, it's meant to be, I assume, but I don't know what phone camera footage was like in 2005, but bloody hell. I'm just trying to think, yeah, I think my Nokia, the first Nokia that had a camera on it, is about as good as that. Yeah, um, yeah it was terrible. But the footage shows Alice clearly distressed, and what looked like she was looking for something in the sand next to a tree or something. Mm. So the family decide to go out there and look for themselves, and they find her phone and that uh, bracelet. A bracelet or necklace, whatever, yeah, bracelet. A bracelet and a yeah. watch. Watch, that's yeah. the other one. Yeah. Uh, and then that's, yep, yeah, it's on that video, isn't it? Yes, it's on Alice's phone video where the figure rushes yeah. her. You get yeah, the, she, yeah she's, walk, she's walking away, isn't she? And it's it just it sort of starts coming towards you and, you think, and you're like, oh, it's a, somebody's coming to get her. And then it gets so close and you're like, fuck, it's her. Yeah. It, but, it is it's her. And what but makes it even scarier is it's got the face of her dead. Yeah. I thought that as well. Like yeah. one of her eyes was looks like it's yeah. shit. And, and again, actually, that's why that's why the, the like the picture being bad really adds to that because yeah. you don't see it very clearly. Yeah. But like, I think seeing it too clearly would ruin it. I think that's actually what ruins a lot of things in modern horror. And again, it loomed yeah. slowly out of the darkness, which was just far mm. worse. Yeah. Can you imagine coming like coming face to face with your own dead body? What? No. The Fuck, man, that is dark. <laughs> that is so dark. Not only, not only your own dead body, but it's walking towards you. Yeah, like bringing bad omens. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Good old doppelganger. Throw one, in, <laughs> throw one in for Twin Peaks' sake. You've got one of them yeah, in there yeah. as well. <laughs> Joel Anderson, where are you, man? Uh, and then you have obviously that last photo, as you said. Uh, and then in the closing credits, they show all the other photos where she was in there all along, just in different yeah, places. Yeah, I, I, I really like that last sort of, you know, 10, 15 minutes of seeing the two consultations with Ray between Alice and him at the same at the same time, like in the same timeline. And it's it's so clever. And you just think, oh, shit, this is this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it just makes you question everything, doesn't it? It it's does. Yeah. Good. yeah, it does. Yeah. My initial, like I said, my initial thought of, uh, when I first watched it, I go, oh, she's a. I thought she's a crisis apparition. She's committed suicide, or something's happened to her at Lake Mungo. Yeah. And yeah. that her being back at home is a crisis well, apparition. She wasn't actually at the lake. She didn't drown in the lake. I wondered if it mm. was maybe less a ghost story, some kind of weird time overlap, because they had to drive backwards from the yeah. lake and then. Like thing where everything's kind of happening simultaneously, almost three stories happening like together. Yeah. If you know what I mean, but it's yeah. it's tough. It's it's one of those films I think with every watch you're going to get yeah. something new from I, it. I've, honestly, I've read so many theories about this. I thought I, I just thought I, I just <laughs> I googled Lake Mungo ending explained. Yeah, and I stopped on about the fourth or fifth page because there are just so <laughs> many different ideas, like people, the suicide version, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, and, oh, I just yeah. Yeah, I I quickly read one. Uh, I think it was on Reddit um, saying that they thought the the neighbours killed her. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was which was one of the theories that yeah. that they thought. Um, and, which and would you know makes sense. She, yeah, she had the tape, didn't she? And they were yeah. trying to get it back. Things that I found interesting um, when they were talking to June's mom. Um, you know, she said that. They were kind of estranged, weren't they? She, she, they didn't like go into it in any kind of detail. But yeah. you know, June said that she's not very close to her mom, and Molly to June, and yeah. June can't do the same for Alice. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was a really interesting like turn of phrase. The way she said, "I can't give myself to her wholly." Like, what? 
what does that even what does that even mean? Why are you holding back? Yeah, maybe it's, if you it's, if you looked at that from a whole new angle as well, like even like yeah. from where she's kind of seeing her mother, that could be like an like where the mother's ignoring her almost, and like where she's saying about yeah. she's gone and stood in the side of the bed, and like mm. or the mother walked through the house and didn't see her. Yeah. Oh, that's some weird shit. That. <laughs> I didn't want to do any reading about Lake, Lake Mungo itself, the actual place. No. Because it's an actual no, place. No, is it a real place? Oh. It's an actual place, and it is the, uh, it's where the oldest known human remains were found. They are called Neanderthal Man and Neanderthal Woman. They just called them that. But they're the oldest two human skeletons ever discovered. Interesting. Yeah. Wasn't it? Um, wow. Didn't they give it a name, like Sarah or Jane or something, the oldest Neanderthal? I can't remember. Fuck you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a natural place. Oh. Oh! (laughs) So, yeah, so what's everyone's verdict? Love it. Get it watched. Absolutely get it watched. Get it watched. Yeah, absolutely. Get it. I'm going to say have a go because although I didn't like it, it doesn't mean you won't. And um, it's not, like I said, I don't hate it. And I may revisit again and it might just have that clicking moment. So, Definitely at least have a go. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't, yeah, I'm not going to belittle it. It's not shit. It just it didn't do anything no. for me. <laughs> I, I definitely shit. feel like I want to watch it again because I still think, I'm, I've watched, I watched it twice, two days running, and I still think I miss shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it lends itself to repeat viewing <laughs> massively so. But anyway, definitely. that's our opinion. <laughs> oh, we haven't got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but other people had different opinions. What, other than me? Other than you. And where, so, where might you find some these people? Some agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might find them in the Amazon jungle. That <laughs> 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 well, was all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a great one here with an imaginary, ti- uh, an imaginative title by Mr. I Hammond, and he's titled it Lake No Go. If you look on the internet, you will see that this film is voted one of the best 100 horror films. How it got to that position, I don't know. It more like a boring documentary or one of the worst horror films. Yeah. <laughs> this is your friend. <laughs> yeah. your friend, Dan. A.D. Jacobs. One star. So boring. Very slow and full of blurred images. <laughs> Avoid. That's the idea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in I, agreement. I think, Dan, I think Dan wrote most of these. I think he did, yeah. Do, do you know what? It, it uninspired me that much. I wouldn't even waste my time. Although, to be fair, Dan spells and punctuates much better. Than <laughs> I try. That's true. I That's do try. True. Um... Yeah, I mean, this this one, um, uh, Elaine King, uh, title is, um, uh, I, want my, <laughs> I want my money back, confusing and lacking any endearing characters. Lacking endearing characters. <laughs> That's like the exact opposite of everything they are. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> I got a good one here by Hedera Helix 59. Terrible, boring documentary. Stupidly bought this, ellipses. It's a, full stop, terrible, boring documentary. Strange ellipses using commas. 
Not a scare, in it. Managed three minutes and skipped, hoping for something to happen. It did. I watched another movie. What? Like, I love the way she she says, there's not a scare in it, but apparently she only watched three minutes, so I don't know how she would know that. Even Jesus I, even I watched more than that, thank you. Someone's trying to be smart. Oh, God. Uh, oh, right. oh. Stellakins, terrifyingly boring. Needed more depth regarding <laughs> Alice's unknown past. Feel abuse rather than weird consensual menage a trois would have been provided more would have provided more intrigue and given more plausibility. It fully yeah, implied fuck. abuse. I don't know what the hell that person's oh, talking about. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. Fuck off. Sorry, my 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 ac- my accent has got a very broad all of a sudden. Sorry. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> oh lordy I don't know what this person watched <laughs> Lynn bad plot cheesy actors utter rubbish bad oh plot cheesy actors oh my god I just read that one <laughs> wanker che- cheesy actor yeah I what mean, <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> fucking hell love it oh my god uh oh Boyle has oh, shut he's up back. C Boyle he's has back. fucking where only reviewed this film oh, fuck yeah. C Boyle <laughs> Fuck, where is he? No, don't don't read it out because we said fuck C Boyle. No, I'm reading it because this episode is fuck C <laughs> oh, yeah, Boyle yeah. too. <laughs> Ready? C Boyle, cast favourite, pure rubbish. Capital letters. Starts the sentence though with no capital letters. Small p. Paid eleven quid for this rubbish. Strange ellipses using two commas. What a waste of money. Full stop. No capital letter. Anyone that thinks this is a good film, then they need to get out more. Total, total rubbish. <laughs> no Fuck Seaboyle. Fuck you, Seaboyle, you absolute piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a wanker. Can He's you search Amazon again. for reviews by Seaboyle? Maybe. Wouldn't that yeah, be awesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Some short 15-minute episode devoted C-Boyle to reading Seaboyle has rated shit. 63 reviews <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> Oh, wow. What's the stuff he likes? Something called Natural Kids 30 Plus. What? What? Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, he really loved Bane. I don't even know what that is. Uh, He hated See No Evil. I don't like this guy at all. (laughs) Oh, Dan. Oh, Dan. Oh, Oh, this is too much now. This is too much. Okay. He rates Paranormal Activity one star. Dickhead. And Twilight five. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> Fuck Seaboil. I can't believe oh, we found Seaboil again. That was <laughs> absolutely yeah. brilliant. So yeah, get it watched. Yeah. Um, so recommendations, ladies and gentlemen. Lady and gentlemen. Well, that Dan's just giving me the wide eyes because he forgot about this bit. Yeah, uh, let's start with ladies, of course. <laughs> ladies first. SJ? No, I was talking about you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> SJ? SJ, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I'm on the spot at the moment. Um, I'm going to go with a podcast. Um, so, as we said earlier, um, I'm a massive true crime fan. Most of the podcasts I listen to are about true crime. Um, so, I'm going to recommend um, They Walk Among Us. Um, which is a, a dedicated UK true crime uh, podcast. Uh, 
you guys are nodding, so I'm assuming you listen to it. Um, the host's voice is quite it's quite slow and monotonous, but the the cases that he covers are really, really interesting. Um, one about uh, the uh, the body in the pool at Michael Barrymore's house. That one, I think there's about six episodes of that. Really interesting, goes into a lot of detail. It's loads of stuff that um, I didn't even know um, that they didn't even cover in the media. Really, really interesting. Um, but yeah, they've they've covered all sorts of cases. But yeah, They Walk Among Us is a UK true crime podcast. It's fantastic choice. Sure. Okay, I got a couple. The first one's uh, a book. Uh, well, hold on. Can we have a couple? <laughs> is yeah. that how this works? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, just checking. Book is called. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Five. Dan just upset because he doesn't know what book is. <laughs> it's Unless he's got audio in front of it, <laughs> got no idea. <laughs> oh, uh, he doesn't like to read. Remember, Dan doesn't like to read. The book's called The Five. It's by uh, Hallie Reuben Hold, who's award-winning uh, British historian and author. Uh, and it's about... It, it, it might interest you, actually, SJ, uh, the true crime. So this is... Uh, it's Jack the Ripper, but it's not about the Ripper. So all the books about Jack the Ripper about who is the Ripper. This is the backstory mm. and upbringing of the five victims, or the five canonical victims. Yeah, really yeah. good. I've, I've, heard, been, I've, I've heard about this. I've yeah. heard about it. About a third of the way in, and it's yeah, it's really good. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Chris. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, and, uh, and the other one is, is music. Um, so um, last year, or year before last, no, start of last year, uh, I went to see a band called She Makes War. Uh, who've been around for years, and we met the uh, the singer and songwriter called Laura Kidd, um, and then she announced shortly after that she was starting a new project. And then through my door this week came two signed CDs of demos of this project called Pen Friend. So thank you, Laura. Uh, I'll give you a plug because they're bloody good. But yes, Pen Friend. Give them a listen. And she makes war because they fucking rock. Does she? <laughs> she does. Dan? Oh, no, you okay. go. Um, mine's a t-shirt company. Uh, oh, okay. A little bit more than a t-shirt company, actually. Um, it's at Welcome to Horrorland on Instagram. Uh, they do like... There's, there's a few of these companies, but... I, I particularly like this one. This, I've recently bought a t-shirt off them. They do like limited run t-shirts. So it's a one one man or one woman. I actually don't know if it's a man or woman. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I've just realized that I don't know. It's a one man woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, they, they make like limited edition runs of t-shirts, horror movie t-shirts mostly. Um, I've just bought one. I know what you did last summer one because you don't see many of them around. Nope. Um, so they take pre-orders. You pay, like, pay up front. They print off the t-shirt and send them out to you it's brilliant um and also because of covid things got a little bit mixed up with like postage and stuff like that so there's been a lot of delay and they've got the best like this one man woman band <laughs> um they've got the best customer service like they've kept messaging me the whole time like oh this is coming you know don't panic blah blah blah. uh bingy they felt so bad so as a result of like the delay and everything They've sent me with it. Uh, you know those things that go on the back of your phone, like a phone yeah. yep. holder thing? One of those, like a horror one, and um, like two random DVDs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. fucking cool, man. So they're really That's good. Amazing. Check, yeah, it's really cool. So check out their designs. That's at Horrorland on Instagram. At Horrorland. Welcome to Horrorland. Sorry, at oh, Welcome to Horrorland. Jesus Christ, get it right. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, at Welcome to Horrorland. Yeah, check them out. 
Okay, I'm going to go on a similar vein then. So um, it's a company called Firefly Art. Um, slightly close to my heart anyway, because it's done by a friend from school. Um, but what he does is he takes wooden blocks um, and uses like a, a laser CNC machine to engrave it with um, artwork he does. He does a lot of horror stuff, um, but it's all film related anyway, so it's definitely applicable to this uh, yeah, I have the I have the facehugger piece, you the have, Island Jutani one. Yep, I... I was lucky enough to win a competition, so I put a, a competition out there, um, and uh, I was luckily chosen. It was just because we're friends; it was completely unbiased. Um, I never win anything, but I've now got the facehugger one, but the bigger version. Yes. Um, yeah, I've got the big version. The yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to buy mine though. I'm not special. Yeah. Uh, well, this is my second piece. I did buy the, the original yeah, Joker one. Joker one. That was it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really good. He's a local business. Um, I think the artwork he does is really well. I like the uh, the product. Obviously, you know, wood's sustainable. It will last you a lifetime. And in fact, get better with age. In fact, get better with it. Exactly. So, yeah, give give him a, a check out. Um, you might look at things and go, oh, yeah, like 30 quid for this. But think about it. You're getting a lifetime product. It's custom-ish because he only does limited runs of things. It's similar to the, the T-shirt. only does limited runs. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're su- supporting a local local business. Firefly Art. You can see him on, uh, I think he's got a website, definitely on Instagram. Attends all the Comic-Cons that you can imagine. Um, yeah, check him out. We will link all these in the show notes. Yes because we will start doing that yes mainly because i've started <laughs> uploading so. yeah yeah um so last but not least if you want to contact us at all or follow us or whatever you can find us on facebook at after horror podcast instagram at after horror podcast <laughs> twitter at after horror and if you want to email it's after horror podcast at outlook.com um we have a wonderful website that dan's worked very very hard on dan what's the website address it's afterhorror.co.uk yeah check that shit out um there was one more thing that i was going to say and i've forgotten what it was uh thank you sj for joining us again no, uh, what, what did we do before this episode oh yeah we've got a we've got a special bonus episode coming out very soon uh that's all i'm going to tell you oh man you're not okay. even gonna <laughs> nope. clear them up nope. listen so until next time the real horror is my emotional detachment to certain things. So true. And we're out. <laughs>